Hall presents Halloween Yulu 2016 With Nick Marsh as the Keeper of Arcane Law Well now, well now, uh, was Mark, no, was Mark making it tonight? Mark or... the end, but later. A little bit later, that's fine. Right, so no, Jason. I've been looking at your little um, recap that you sent out. I can't um, remember if I sent that to you, Amelia, as well, but um, we can do it. No, I had a link for an audio, I think, from um, Roger, but I didn't have yeah. time to listen. So oh, I, I did. Well, this is the one where Nick refers to the coroner Obadiah Pilkington, which is totes a proper and not at all made up name. <laughs> no, I didn't get any sort of update. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just bounce you a copy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not on the mailing list, so I'll yeah. just just yeah. me a quick. Oh, thing. that's right. Um, well, do you remember what happened in the first episode? You you went to a lecture. We went to a lecture. Went very idiot. Roger had a dodgy experience in an alley. Did yeah, Roger was seen double in the alley, which, to be honest, kind of yeah, and, and since then I've been buying drinks for sailors. <laughs> um, and you heard a few names. You didn't think much of it until those names cropped up in the Times a few days later. Oh yeah, then we went to some dodgy village with a naval porting fishing place, and you went to. Uh, I was about to say Warmington on Sea, then, but that's uh, no, the, the, the local... <laughs> it, may, no. it may feel like that. We actually managed to get a bit of info from the fisheries place by seemingly overly keen, and then we legged that's it. That's right. You found out about uh, a submarine. At Barrow in Furness oh, is where you went. Yeah, the, yes, the, the, the tragic area. accident near Morecambe Bay. So yes. we're, uh, we're up at Barrow, aren't we? So the, what happened the, in the last... Yeah. Oh, sorry. The dodgy port uh, up the coast where there was landing stuff or something. There's rumours of a mysterious... Mysterious? Mysterious naval base um, further north. Um, so oh, last mysterious. Session, your mm-hmm. team attended the inquest, which was a bit of an open shut open and shut case. It was rushed through by Obadiah Pilkington, which is a proper name and not at all made up. Um, it, the, it whiffed of a cover-up and you weren't the only people who thought that. The doctor involved, Dr. Garden, feels there's something fishy going on and it's not just the local mm. cannery. Well, Barrow is just down the road from Stank, so it could be... <laughs> Well, that's past tense. I mean, presumably they've they've cleaned it up now. Stank, but now good. Perhaps um, that's why everyone moved to Barrow. You were joined by John Smith, who was... Uh, was it John Smith? not a made-up man. John Smith? Uh, uh, who uh, hang on. for The Times. It is John Smith, reporter for The Times. Yes, I was delighted to have two characters and one player all called john which made uh, life incredibly easy um you see what happens when we don't have a joint character generation session <laughs> um well you all know john generated his character yeah, <laughs> my, my name was generated some time ago <laughs> not 50 i'm sorry that was hard. um and while john no, I didn't. Um, while John was, I just, I've got to mentally age you up from me. It takes a while. Um, anyway, I've got distracted now with insulting John. Um, <laughs> J- 
John uh, entered the uh, newspaper offices where he learned of an accident in Grimethorpe, Grimethorpe, Grimesdale and Martin Colliery, um, which is a a colliery that extends out to sea up to the north. And apparently there was an accident there several years, two years ago. And Niles, who was the commander at the inquest, um, just happened to be there at that time to rescue some of the miners who were killed during the flooding. Or uh, he went in as a rescue operation. It turned out he retrieved the bodies. Um, and uh, oh, oh and I would say speak of the devil, but we were talking about something. Oh, else. hello! hello. Sorry, I, was, uh, <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at a map of the Grimsdale and Martin Collier. I didn't realise you'd come. Yeah, and, and noticing that it's a map drawn from underneath. It's a bit peculiar. Um, I'm just looking not... at that compass rose. Oh, yes. True. Um, anyway, uh, so you found out about the colliery. You were intrigued by... I'm just doing a recap for Amelia. You mm-hmm. were intrigued by the fact... And for John, who'd left at this point. I guess uh, I hadn't made it to the colliery. I'd had to go. You were intrigued at um, the appearance of Commander Niles, who was at the inquest and was the... Uh, the CO of the the two dead men, Smith and Jones. Uh, Jones, not this West. Is Com- this is Commander Kenneth Moore, is it? Yeah, they they were the two seamen, weren't they? Uh, they were the uh, able seamen. Well, less able now because they're dead. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jones and Barber. Um, and so you decided to have a look around the colliery and see if you could work out. It apparently had closed down after the accident. It was already losing money. It was probably going to close anyway. Uh, you hired a vehicle. A uh, What was it you hired? It was a very pretty car. Uh, it was a Morris, wasn't it? Mor- Oxford. Morris Oxford. Yes. Uh, you hired a Morris Oxford. You headed north to the colliery to investigate the supposedly closed down colliery and were surprised to find it guarded by a chap who was in civilian clothes but certainly had military bearing. And so instead of approaching the gate, you drove past as if you had not a care in the world. To be fair, though, it's not surprising if somebody is on any kind of security duty that they'd have military bearing um, at, at this period. They're very likely to have been in the military, aren't they? Yeah, Well, this, this, is, this is not the days of rent-a-crap ex-copper. Yeah. It's uh, I suppose the security guard is... Uh, well, it's uh, yeah. National, guard, um, National Service. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So, yes, not too surprising. What is more surprising is that a closed-down colliery appears... And they were armed, weren't they? ...active, and they were armed with rifles, not assault rifle. I don't think... Right, they, they haven't have been a... invented yet. No, yes, yeah, so I was going to say, an assault rifle would be interesting. <laughs> not unless they strap several together yeah. with a string through However, that, since there is a precedent for that in a Call of Cthulhu scenario, <laughs> let's not just wishfully have them <laughs> Well, uh, what I meant, of course, was that he's near the sea and it is, in fact, a salty rifle. <laughs> so therefore, it's crap and doesn't work, then. Excellent. <laughs> right, oh and at that point, we left, we ended the scenario. You've driven past Grimsdale and Martin Colliery. I think there's a vague plan to head up further north to Wits. We were going to try, no, no, we were going to try and swing round, um, not okay. on the same road. Whitehaven. And we were going to go. Either go to either go to Whitehaven or come back to um, St Bees. Right, St Bees is just uh, yeah the the little sort of tourist village, fishing village, just uh, just around the 
the next cove over from the colliery. Mm-hmm. And uh, Whitehaven's a, a bigger town, about five miles further north. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The, the court mm-hmm. is very much open and containing your ball, which is in it. My balls are, um, are in it. Are if, they? Only, if only there was some snappy, succinct way of saying that. I'll, I'll work on it. Yeah, I, I was thinking about staying in St. Bees and then approaching uh, over land, but that's not exactly a plan. So if anybody has more of a plan, well, go for it. It, it's a plan up to a point, and that point is where I get shot. Where, where we need to do anything. It's you know, and that's the bit where we kind of need a plan, really. Sorry, where which location shot. are we actually trying to get to now that we haven't been to? Uh, inside, well, the, inside the colliery. We want to go inside the colliery, but do we not want to talk to the um, people in St. Bees as well first? That would be nice, yeah. They might know more, yeah. Yeah, I guess what you're trying to find out is what is this mysterious Selene, of which people keep talking about, this submarine? Uh, Why is it being covered up, the deaths of these two seamen? Why were they described as trainee sailor, trainee divers, when they've both been diving for five years or more? Um, and why did a mystic mention these names before they died? Yeah, that's perhaps the more confusing part of all of it, um, in that you could concoct, uh, you know, a sort of thing to do with secret tests and spies and trying to cover up what they were working on quite easily, any number of options. However, the fact that they came up in a stage show... um, that's odd, isn't it? Mm. I mean, that doesn't seem to fit in with any sort of plan to cover up an accident on a secret project. No. Mm. I was just waiting for Nick to jump in and explain it then, but he's not falling for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and I forget, um, Mr. Hanrahan, uh, did we actually? Did the rest of us know that you'd met yourself, or did you still get? Uh, I think I think I did mention it when we were not not in not in at the Didn't show, it? but in the pub afterwards or something like that. Right. Yeah, because that's another peculiarity. Um, did we all just think he'd been um, drinking in the alleyway somewhere, or we? Well, I guess your natural assumption would be it was someone that looked very much like it. It was only, uh, it depends how well he managed to convince you, but it was only Mr. Hanran himself that was convinced to the core of his being that it was actually himself. However, he's not the sort of cove who goes around making fanciful accusations and com- concocting ridiculous stories. Well, unless... not, not when I was sober, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, unless you're so, uh, if you're... Obviously uh, drunk you do, and obviously regarding your political theories. But other than that, <laughs> um, you if it serves the workers against the capitalist um, uh, regime, then uh, surely no second. I couldn't see any reason why he would, though. <laughs> I, well... Seems know, an odd one to come up with, yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it's, the fact that it's not particularly believable makes it all the more believable. If you see what I mean, <laughs> that could be double anyone, anyone who's crazy enough to swallow Karl Marx has got to be a bit credulous, anyway. The workers control the no production. <laughs> I had no idea that Karl Marx was into that sort of thing, but uh, <laughs> and obviously, you know, the rest of us would spit. So. Um, <clears throat> 
Well, you know, ever, ever since that ritual, there's a little piece of Marx in all of us. <laughs> Is that never talking about it again? <laughs> I worry. Right, so, so you... As long as it's yeah. Karl Marx and not this Mark. Groucho Marx. <laughs> <laughs> I should have mailed I'm it to the Marx brothers. I'm doing Sean Connery. Sean. I was just going to say that was the worst Groucho Marx impression. <laughs> 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 oh dear! <clears throat> Sorry. Well, of course, I meant to say that is the worst Sean Connery. No, I um, need my rubber cigar. Where's it gone? Take my wife. Sorry. Actually, it's not really um, no. his style, is it? Take my wife. No. There is no sanity clause. Um, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Right. I've had uh, a wonderful you... evening, but this wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, big of me, Biggie. Oh, I thought it was pretty big of me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, I've just been to an antique dealer. Oh no, that's uh, that, not that's good. not that's not. Crap. It may, however, <laughs> be meandering slightly from the plot. Yes, come um, on, come on, Nicholas. Come on, Nicholas. Stay tiny, on target. Take we- Bees is a tiny seaside resort. Uh, it's got a smooth beach that makes the place eminently suitable for sea bathing. Uh, as you drive, it's a long winding. Um, road that leads long to the winding road, road. yes, so okay. February or something, though, isn't it? We're not going to sea bathing in February. Uh, it is, uh, it's actually late August, so you're very oh, well. Yeah. Um, it, it is relatively busy with tourists. There's a pub, there's a few boarding houses, a tia shoppe, um, in Chaucerian spelling style, oh, a church, wouldn't... a railway station, well, they police station, a normal tea shop at this point. You know, they didn't start being. Actually, no, Victorians didn't. Uh, it is called that. Anyway, it may just own, be owned by an idiot who can't spell. Um, uh, you pass a few outlying farms, mainly sheep. Um, there's a few beef as you work as you work your way down towards. The... Does anyone want to want to stop for ice since we're at the seaside? Hmm. Mm, sounds good. <coughs> Maybe smokes. Well, it's bound to be one of those Italian fellas cycling up and down. <laughs> um, you can uh, get a nice crayon. I guess there's only one. Is vanilla even a flavour? I don't even know. In 38, I guess it would be. Oh, I think it's been around for thousands thick. of years yes, at least. Quite... Yeah. I do, I'm yeah. always surprised that vanilla is always thought of as, as a bland thing, because it's actually... Well, that's because it, that's the industrial quite stuff quite, we grew up with. Yeah, in the I guess 70s. if you have proper vanilla, it's it's quite decent. Mm. Anyway, you can get uh, uh, any ice cream flavor you like. Except right, everybody, uh, let's get the orders in here um, because we're coming perilously close to getting on with the game. So let's uh, let's order some food. <laughs> no, sorry, we'll carry on. We'll grab some ice creams, and then um, it makes us look more like tourists as opposed to a rather strange bunch of people in a rented A bizarre car. group of people, yes. We're, we're uh, now a strange bunch of people all eating ice creams, which looks much more natural. Contributing to the local um, economy. Hired Oxford on the seafront. Um, and, mm. yeah, it's a lovely place. Um, there's a few tourists buzzing around. There's a man with I a... I feel a I may have to knot my hanky. Organ. Uh, yes, you can. Would you like to go in for a paddle? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I am. I am thinking. I am going to roll throw the, my throw the brogues off and roll your trousers up. Now, I might... we have a swimming roll and see if you can critically fail? <laughs> paddle, paddle, <laughs> up just up to the ankles. <laughs> In that case, I will dig out my random monster tape. No. 
stab a toe or a whelk. Yeah. Yeah. What's the? Uh, I don't know what the coastline's like there because if you're not Flat. a million, you're not a million miles from uh, Morecambe, and it's pretty bad. For Black quicksand. Blackpool, etc. Uh, there's, there's sandstone quarries in the area, if that helps. St. Bees is a lovely sand beach with a gentle slope. You are unlikely to get stranded and drowned uh, on right. a, a little outcropping. Well, it's, it's on the other, uh, on uh, across the bay, isn't it, from uh, Morecambe? Is that right? It is. It's further... My, uh, um, it's. I think it might be further south, you're right. No, it is. Um, John is absolutely well, right. It's further north across so Morecambe north. Bay. Okay. And actually, it's not Morecambe Bay. It's it's more round the coast and further up than that. Right. Right. You have a paddle. You have an ice cream. Well, back a to the hotel. Small eh? boy <laughs> yes. runs up to one of you and and hands you a folded piece of paper, which you unfold, and it, it has merely has a dagger in his back. It, it just merely says, "Get the con with it." On on the bit There's of a box in the middle. <laughs> Or at least you imagine. Maybe it was the sun. <laughs> right. Well, look, we want to get in there. Um, there are probably two options. There's the stealthy option, where we hope they don't see us at all, or there's the getting in on false pretenses. Now, what do we reckon our chances are of the false pretenses? Do we not want to ask the locals around St. Bees a bit first? Uh, I, I give, want to Even some the... of the people who would have worked at the colliery. Let's, yeah. let's, quiz, let's quiz the uh, the locals. But isn't there a possibility that some of the people around are still working there? And uh, you know, well, it's supposedly closed down. Yes, but you know, it, I'm just thinking that if somebody comes around asking questions about it, word might get back. Well, well we could we could be the hapless locals in the pub going, "Oh, isn't that terrible disaster local around here?" Why don't okay? What you've just described is a scene from an American werewolf in London where John Woodfine <laughs> goes into the pub and says, Nasty business with those two boys. <laughs> Everyone well, that, goes quiet. That's pretty much how I found out everything I've found out so far, except it, it involving oh. buying more drinks. So, you know, yeah, yeah, just buy the locals drinks, ask them about the area, com- seem completely gormless and southern, and you know, <clears throat> why don't you, um, Im- why don't you? Well, nope, Mark's frozen. Am I? I love, I love how your microphone back only back. cuts out We got everything apart from the plan. Okay, so um, my suggestion is, is why doesn't Mr. Wellman go and, who, a, a noted author? Well, no, uh, I'm not go, a noted author, actually. A author. I am an author, <laughs> but I'm not particularly widely published. Hey, we're in the sticks, they won't know the difference. No, yeah. no, just say, I'm a known author. I, I could pass for a, a newspaper reporter if you liked. I've got a pencil. Okay. Yeah, a newspaper reporter seems I to mean, have evaporated, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, if the absolute worst comes to the worst, I suppose we could always use John Smith, but he seems to have buggered off somewhere. Um, but Mr. Wellman um, could... Um, Maybe go and say that he is looking at basing his next next, book, next yeah. thriller um, on some of the details of the uh, of the of the of the mind flooding. Could they give them give him more information? Yeah, you see, they talk to an author; they wouldn't necessarily talk to a journalist. Just in hmm. case anybody <laughs> does know him, you don't you don't write um, grim family sagas full of incest, do you? 
<laughs> no, I, d- I don't do biography. Um, no, I, I write weird tales, which is why I'm very impressed by the stuff coming out of America at the moment, which is terribly unfashionable and not selling over here. Mm. Uh, which is one of the reasons why essentially I just live off the family fortune. Um, right, the thing is, though, if we're just trying to find out about the, the flooding, that's a matter of public record, isn't it? Nobody's covering up the flooding, no, are they? But but you then back to your start of a tent. You then turn around and say, Oh, I wonder what it's like now. Mm-hmm. Take me over there. And when they say, uh, uh, maybe not, we know that something is going on. Okay, we've got a local map, haven't we? Because that would look... Uh, we did, yeah. Using it as a prop. Mm-hmm. Take that with me. Um, okay, well, let's let's hit the pub then and see what happens. Okay, the pub is the White Dragon. Or as uh, Mr. Hanran will call it, the White Imperialist Dragon. <laughs> Well, that depends how good's the beer. Very good. Local ale. Then, they, then, they're, then they're clearly not imperialists. Okay. It's not owned by a brewery. I guess that hasn't started to not destroy really. the pubbery. Um... Is it owned by a workers' cooperative? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably owned by a um, landlord. Possibly owned well, by the colliery, actually. The, they drunk all the beer that they all collectively owned and went out of business. Quite possibly it would have been home for the colliery, actually. Could have been. Um, but you go in, it's a very nice um, old-style pub, or given that you're from 1928, very nice <laughs> just, pub. As we call them, a pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there is, as you walk in, there are a few pictures on the walls, or a few newspaper cuttings, one of which catches your eye because it is a picture of Commander Niles. Um really? As he appeared in the newspaper cutting that you've already noticed, it's it's the same picture that you've already seen. By Jove, Carol, I think I've seen that code before. Do you think you've seen him? Oh, yes. Mark, is that your crisps? <laughs> it might be, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the barman looks up from. Why this pub is full of gravel? <laughs> <laughs> the barman looks up from polishing a. Sawdust. It wasn't rag. Professor Perrin's completely ignoring the uh, the mode of the time, and you know, only going in the side that women lurk in. She's just going in with all the blokes. <laughs> there is a oh, slight raised eyebrow. There will be a gas. It's midday. There are a few locals set at the bar. Um. One of them pipes up, oh, I'll be Commander Niles. I'm from Devon originally. <laughs> one, one of the locals, you said. One of the locals. <laughs> are you a local? Oh, aye. Not, not local to here. Not local to here. <laughs> ah, that'll be Commander Niles. He, he what, where are we now? Just, uh, he remembers <laughs> where he is. He's, he's going north. He's going north. He's not quite north enough yet, but so, getting there. No, I'm placing us around Bristol. Oh. That'll be Commander Niles. Oh, we've seen No, he's over short. I've gone too far. <laughs> I think I think we can safely say that you have. He's now in Norway. <laughs> Possibly Walsall. <laughs> no, I, I do very much appreciate you doing these accents, Nick. 
because I, I use you as, as an example and people say to me, you know, do you ever do accents and things? <laughs> Which is the game? reason I say, why well, not. Have, you, have you heard Nick? <laughs> I, I'm more of a cautionary tale. Mm. Well, no, yeah, well, no, anyway. Um, uh, that'll be... One uh, of the locals. Where, where am I from again? Um, uh, <laughs> Local. <laughs> I haven't been able to get some of It's the Mumazette elastic striking again. All accents turn to Mumazette eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Aberbeeg, I think, is the uh, me- meaning of left foot term, isn't it? Mm. Let me get get back into now that I happen. That'll be, that'll be Commander Niles you're looking at there. Ah. I've seen that code before. Where have I seen that code? Are you uh, referring to an actual code, or are you referring to the gentleman? Commander I'm referring Mars? to the gentleman, because I'm right, waving okay. my finger at that picture. Well, well that would he... be, be the story our, our friend here is working on. I'll go to oh. the bar and order a Campari and soda. Oh. <laughs> have they heard of Campari? <laughs> uh, well, in that case, a small Guinness will suffice. Right, right, you are, sir. Stout. Um, yes, it'll be stout or... Well, I'll be getting on a bit of wet, <laughs> you can fuck off. Um, proper beer, thank you very much. <laughs> um, oh, oh, um, oh, gosh, I've got lost in the action. <laughs> I'll get drinks for everybody to fill the space. Fill the awkward moment. Whiskey soda... Well... Straight whiskey for me, please, Colonel. Right, you are, Colonel, right, Professor... Did a good thing for this town, Niles. He, uh, him and his divers were in the area, you know, the colliery, when the colliery went up. Oh, funny you should say that. I was, uh, I was doing a bit of research on it. Oh, I hadn't got very far. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows about the colliery, don't they? Two years ago, just suddenly uh, flooded out at Blue. I mean, it, there were always trouble with water. There you go. Goes yeah. under the. Uh, it's one of these that goes out trouble under the sea. It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I went out, it, out under the sea, and the the ceiling caved in. Went in a tidy way. Well, no, uh, it flooded. That usually happens when the ceiling caves in under the sea. Yes. Well, no one knows, I suppose. That, um, I mean, that's it, why it's hotter under the water. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say to me wife, darling. It's better down where it's wetter. Um, anyway, enough enough about my uh, sex life. Have you had enough about it? Um, your wife says. <laughs> I mean, it was. What did you want to know? Oh well, you were just just saying there'd been a, a bit of a disaster, and uh, that gentleman there had had helped. Do you know, I'm sure I've seen him more recently, though. Is he still living in the... Does he live in the area? Oh, him? No, no. He was only here... um, No. No, I don't think so. No, he he was just in the area. He happened to be uh, on a ship sailing past uh, when the the distress call went out. Uh, But he happened to have a ship full of divers, so him and his divers, uh, they weren't able to save anyone. It was a tragedy. Poor Mrs. uh, uh, Merkin... (laughs) Oh, please, no. <laughs> We're not having a Mrs. Merkin. <laughs> Mrs. Merkin and old Mr. Muff. Um, and, uh, <laughs> both, lo- <laughs> both lost. <laughs> and if you think that was bad, you should see what happened to Mr. Pubic Wig. <laughs> um, both lost stuns. Uh, ten people died. Um, it was a real it's tragedy. Good Lord, ten people. 
colliery closed after that. But, well, I never reopened it. But um, it, I, honestly, it, it were on its way out anyway. They weren't, they weren't getting much out of it. Uh, I'll have a glance at what this man's drinking, and I'll just order another one for him and quietly put it uh, on the table in front of him as he's talking. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, let me go and get that then, just a second. It's not a bloody LARP, Mark. I think he does. Obviously, the strain of, of, of the acting has uh, got a bit much for him, and he's had to... Go and get pissed. <laughs> All right. Well, we're making some progress then. I think. The main thing that concerns me, to be honest, is that we walk into this pub. We've got the colonel and the professor and the rest of us, and we essentially look like all the game pieces from a set of Cluedo of our <laughs> Oh, thanks very much. Um, yeah, terrible business. Um you know, we we uh, you know because of that, a lot of the uh, young'uns have had to go and work in Vicar's yard down in Barrow or up north oh, to Whitehaven. Does it? Does he have a lot of gardening you need to do? <clears throat> no, no, no. He's not. No, you misunderstand. I don't mean um, an ordained minister of the uh, uh, the Church okay. of England. Ah, not a not a doctor of divinity, as it were. Uh, no, no, no. I mean the you know the vicar, the shipyard. Down in Barra. Oh, right. sorry, I don't know anything about shipyards and that sort of stuff. I totally misunderstood. What a what a hilarious misunderstanding. What, what an amusing shipyard. Aha. Yeah. Well, there's not much else to tell, really. I mean, an inquest. Oh. It was just, just an unsafe mine. I mean, we all said it. Gerald said it. Hmm. Didn't you, Gerald? Oh, he's not here. He died in the mine. <laughs> what, what am I With a last cry, I told you so. <laughs> my what do you write about that mine? My esteemed author friend here, I'm sure would love to have uh, some, some photos. Oh, or... you write books, do you? Yeah, yes, yes. You know, most, mostly I've done short stories, as the thing, you know. But, oh, um, don't put I'm, yourself I'm down. Branching out and. Um, it struck me that this is the sort of thing that really needs a kind of a sensitive sort of treatment to get the story out into the world so people can understand just what folks go through. The oh, dangers. you think I might, uh, I might appear in, in one of your stories then? Oh, almost certainly. Re- well, oh, oh, really? very kind of you to offer. I, I could certainly find a find a suitable space for you. Uh, we don't have to use your real name if you're, if you're you know, shy of the publicity. Uh, Nathaniel Horshot. <laughs> Daniel Hornshot, right? <laughs> That's that down. not made up. <laughs> How far had you got through that name before you realised you were about to say Nathaniel Hawthorne and you thought you'd better change it? <laughs> um, at the, at the I'm, I reckon three quarters of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, I say, have we got any uh, any chance of a, a look around the colony? I, I'm sure my friend here oh, would do oh, that. No. Close so, down. you know, descriptive prose and stuff would be very suitable. Well, it's dangerous. It's been closed down for years. Some of the kids well, kind of try and play up there, but... Uh, well, you know, not actually going down the bottom of the mine. That'd be ridiculous. They're just round the top of it, you know, the um, the, the crazy things and... Uh, yes, perhaps... Oh, I think um, it's the, off, the winding... Think. Perhaps there's somebody we, we could hire as a guide. Maybe um, the, 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 uh, the owners uh, would allow us to just have a... 
have a look around. The the thing I never yeah, really get from you see pictures and so on, but you never get a sense of the scale, and it's just not the same mm. as being there. And I think with with, with such a tragedy hitting, that you know, coal it's used all over the world. Obviously, Everybody knows about British know. coal. Obviously, but nobody the, knows the story behind it. I don't Obviously, know where. Hey, uh, <laughs> on, is Colonel. Right? Is he all right? No, um, I'm the just thinking was of... quite hard on some fellas, you know. Oh. Gas. Um, he suffered oh. terrible gas. He never got into the chemical attack, but um, he had very bad gas during the war. Well, you'd have to take it up with the owners, wouldn't you? Um, Grimsdale, well, um... Grimsdale and Martin. They own another couple of pits further north. Um, I think they've got offices in Whitehaven, if you if you want to talk to them. Oh, well, we'll look them up and... Uh, oh, that's, that's very good of you, uh, Nathaniel. Four shots. Two teams. All right, and one whore. <laughs> uh, both at the beginning, both silent. <laughs> oh, well, I'll look forward to your, your, to your, your novel, Mr... Uh... Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Shaw. Shaw. Yes. George. George Shaw. 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 George B. Shaw. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll tell the wife. She's a keen uh, devourer of um, literary meat, so to speak. That was a weird thing. Oh, God. All my NPCs uh, ever said something. I think we've done very well to avoid lots of comments about shafts, quite frankly, <laughs> considering this is taking place around a mine. I mean, yeah. there's time, um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I'm not sure if we'll Okay, that's about as much as you can get so out of the, the, as well, the so. people in the pub. You can spend a bit longer there if you like. I guess it's not illegal to drink drive yet. Oh, God, uh, no. You can it's drink not, no. Things, yeah. No, my, my grandfather can't famously along with his brother um, in an Austin Big 7 going round at uh, Christmas, sort of pub to pub and house to house um, overturned the vehicle went right onto its roof and they sort of How staggered out <laughs> uh, well, uh, they staggered out of it and uh, managed to get some people to come out and give them a hand and they rolled it back on its wheels and drove off <laughs> <laughs> and that was probably a funny story rather than a dreadful, dreadful yeah, when you look at it in, in a modern um, context, particularly considering I work for the police, it's not really <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite but such an amusing story. I like to look at it from the point of view of they just don't build cars like that anymore. <laughs> right. Um, He's gone again. You... Oh, yeah. Right. He must have been about to come up with a plan. Uh, that would be it. All right. So, speaking of a plan, um, let's wander back outside. Uh, just stand around the car looking at the map for a moment while we uh, while we discuss what to do. So, do we have what we think is a plan? Do you think it's actually worth contacting the mine owners uh, and potentially alert? Because they might be under instructions to uh, pass on any information about people asking about the mine. So, do we risk that hmm. or what? Well, if, if it is a secret... Uh... Navy project, then they're presumably worried about foreign spies, and no foreign spy would be so stupid as to come up and ask about the thing, obviously. So. <laughs> mm, that's, um, well, that's, that's obviously true. The the um, the barman who was uh, peripherally involved in the conversation did uh, find the telephone. They do indeed have a telephone number. The Whitehaven officers 
of Grimesella Martin are Whitehaven 158. Right. If you want to telephone them, but you can also visit them. Uh, yes, I think. Well, we'll should we perhaps do that from the hotel or where we're staying? Yeah, give give them a call because if they're going to know not, about it, they it know about the it already. Pub. Yeah, they know about it already. So if we've tipped Professor, them. perhaps <laughs> call them. Uh, it might seem a little less suspicious coming from a lady. I wonder. Yes, I uh, I could be working on behalf of you as the author, given that's our story, I guess. Uh, well, um, we could perhaps be working together. Let's say, uh, I mean, since you're an actual professor, yes, uh, and you're, I, I you're have a more been, academic bent. I have already asked to see round the shipping yard down south. So, oh, they've definitely got you pegged as a spy then. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was scouting out all the engineering stuff. So, uh... terrific. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We may not necessarily get the information that we need, but we are very likely at some point to be lined up and shot. (laughs) (laughs) Then our deaths will be in the glorious cause of the workers' revolution. Oh, you're no help. (laughs) The trouble with this workers' revolution is there only seems to be you in it. (laughs) (laughs) That is why the workers' consciousness has to be raised. The fact that you've seen a duplicate of yourself means effectively that the numbers involved with the revolution have doubled already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay, you can go to the local uh, hotel, if you like, and call from there. I might as well. We're we're, we're doomed anyway. Excellent. That's that's the spirit. We've only had one drink. Bloody hell. Speaking of which, I just need to grab a cup of tea. Uh, Just bear with me. Uh, Carry on with your your plan. Are we booking into the hotel by any chance? Because I'm presuming we're not staying anywhere else. Might as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, it's over uh, that or camp out in the car, and that's just not going to work. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll book us <laughs> into some rooms for a day or so, and then... In that case, you're entitled to use the telephone for free, Mon, today. Ah, great. Uh, I will wait till John, <laughs> John comes back, and uh, we can all get settled and lug our luggage in from the car and get settled. Yes, it's wipe, a nice... Wipe the uh, sand from between the toes, that sort of thing. Uh, yes, yeah, you can wash your wash your feet in the. Uh, they probably got one of those sort of hydrant things on the beach to wash your feet off. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they would have those, those Lido's and stuff, wouldn't they? Yes, yes. So the, the colonel's feet are untouched by sand. Is that to wash your feet before you go into the water or afterwards? It, in the sea, people aren't too bothered after, about you pre-washing. Yeah, I guess it mainly after to get the sand off. Well, this is the roaring, you know, 20s and 30s that have been a nice, you know, outdoor temperature Lido next to the seaside. It's not quite big enough. Uh, it's, it's, the roaring that hasn't bit hasn't quite hit. It hasn't roared in yet. No. <laughs> and it's unlikely not so much to roaring, roaring as a gentle purr. Yes. <laughs> the purr there, may be a, there may be a paddling pool. <laughs> uh, I'll book us in for dinner as well, given we're probably going to be here. Yes, oh yes. Yeah, good, good. You're very welcome uh, to make up your own menu as one won't be supplied during this particular adventure. I can't believe what a what a slacker you are. Yeah, what a slave. <laughs> Stay at a hotel, you've got a three course menu drawn up. Three course menu, bangers a mash and uh, a whip it for pudding. <laughs> 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 no, it'd be an oxtail soup followed by bangers a mash followed okay. by <laughs> Followed by mash and bangers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Custard. Um, I'll 
Wait until everyone's settled in and give them a call up at the offices then. Whitehaven 158. Uh, whatever time it is, I presume it's during working hours still. It's still, yeah, it's a, you set off first thing in the morning. Oh, okay, to, so, it's uh, Henry, so it's, it's still early, it's early afternoon. Yeah, in fact, it's probably still <laughs> late morning. Hello, is this the offices of Grimethorpe and whatever it was, Colliery? Grimsdale and Martin. Yes, the owners of Grimsdale and Martin. Uh, yes, speaking. Hello, my name's Professor Perrin. I'm working on behalf of a renowned author, Mr. George B. Shaw. Um, we're just... Says, says that's the name you gave. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're currently staying in... That. We're currently staying in some bees just out the, the coast from your former colliery. Um, oh, and yes. my... It's no longer associated with Grand Oh, is it not? My uh, my colleague is uh, is thinking of writing a novel based around the area and the colliery and the story of the industry. And he was uh, desperately oh. hoping to try and get hold of a, a visit to the, the colliery. Or at least I'm some afraid more it's, um Would you like to make a persuade role? Oh, God, don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have persuade. Oh, no, she does have persuade. I think she is quite persuasive. She is actually persuasive, yes. Sorry, sorry. What's it? Da, 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 da. Which she failed with 99. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's the ice there, cream. There is a stony <laughs> silence on the other end of the phone. I'm, I'm afraid I've never heard of that author. Oh, he's, he's, he's he was recently in biographies and he's changed his scope to local history and disasters. I'm, I'm afraid we're rather busy here. Could you call back tomorrow? Click, burr, except it doesn't go burr. That's a strange vocal. No, the, op- the operator would have kicked in and gone, I'm sorry. I, I'm afraid the caller's been disconnected, madam. Oh, thank you. Damn it. <laughs> John, what actually is your character's name? Not Mr. Shaw. Uh, it's Stanley Wellman. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Um, I know it. I know that's it, yes. That's... Yeah. Um... <laughs> I just didn't think I'd give that, you know, I thought I'd... No, no, no. He occasionally likes to think he's in a bit of a story. He's a bit of a fantasy. Um, I'll wait until you've all come back down from your rooms and say, well, I tried ringing the chaps and uh, they're not being at all helpful. Uh, oh, they they I mean... did say they don't hold the collar anymore, though. Oh, what a shame. <clears throat> manager! <laughs> yeah, you go bluster the manager. <laughs> yeah. hey, Hello? Yes? Uh, right. My friend over here, chapter author. Um, uh, oh. writing, uh, write, writing about um, cholera disasters. Like, Would like to go and see yours. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I, it's, the, it's the colonel shouting at this poor bloke and he's about here oh yes <laughs> I, I think he's gone full colonel <laughs> the starch is bristling uh, it's not uh, uh, the colliery the Grimson Lamartin colliery it's, it's closed down I'm afraid yeah. uh, so. heard all about that um, we'll go see it have a, have a look at it topside find me a couple of chappies who will take us there pronto pronto go go <laughs> Okay, he, he no. scurries out of the room. <laughs> All of it, you get the impression his legs are moving before his brain is. Colonel, you're going to have to show me how you do yes. that. Professor's <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> well, stop, stop with eight years in English public school. <laughs> yeah, well, she had yeah. that. <laughs> 
yes, but probably not the uh, the, the other things that went with it. So, yes. uh... <laughs> so uh, a couple of hours pass, uh, and eventually the the hotel owner comes back, uh, wringing his hands. Um, Colonel, uh, could I could I have a discreet? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Fine. <laughs> um, I, I'm afraid I, I can't find anyone. Um, the collar is no longer. Uh, Are you telling me no? None of the chaps here never used have ever worked in the colliery. It's it's not quite as simple as that, Colonel. We're not. Uh, we're not allowed up there. Not allowed. What he says mean? discreetly. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, saying as loud as possible. Are, are there other guests in the hotel, or there are a few, or the neighbouring town? <laughs> yes. Um... Are people on the pavement starting to stare? <laughs> I, I wonder if I could. You're a military man, Colonel. I wonder if I could um, lay my. Self on the the prongs of your discretion. Is that? A, is that a, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody sounds good. Lay <laughs> myself on the prongs of your discretion. Did he really just say he wanted to lay himself on my prong? Yeah. I was. Is that not? Are you, are you con- confusing it with like you're thinking horns of a dilemma and yes. therefore prongs of your discretion? Yes, I don't know. Or are you thinking about canyons of your mind? Or... <laughs> I wonder if I could rely upon your uh, discretion, Colonel. Discretion's my middle name, sir. Uh, perhaps if I could have a word uh, in, the, in the office. I'm you need sorry. to ask him to drop out of broadcast mode. <laughs> Engage stealth, Colonel. <laughs> oh, Inside um, voice, Colonel. Right. <laughs> I am. We'll all edge along behind him and stuff into the office. <laughs> yes, I, I, I wave the rest of you ahead of me, and I, 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 I lead the lead in with the rear. You know, um, I didn't quite mean that prong. Um, <coughs> uh, the the thing is, um, we all we all signed a paper I, I can't I mean it paper? I, could to, I could go to prison but no one no one can take you up there oh um, no 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 you're they, fine I you know I, I've signed several of those they get they shout at you for, if, if, if you break it they shout at you for a little while and then it's fine no 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 don't worry about that <laughs> I think we'd better have a persuade role there colonel and oh, oh, shouting at people and this is pers- well. You could fast talk. Can you persuade with that might get you into trouble later. Uh, I prefer I prefer persuade. Actually, I'm better at pers- <laughs> my fast talk is actually isn't that good. I just basically just steamroll them. How's your credit rating? Eighty five. Can you persuade with a little bit of the uh, green stuff? <laughs> yes. Would you like me to um, maybe um, could 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 I maybe add I'm a little bit of incentive? I um, I, have I, I think, given your, uh, you, uh, you really my persuade is still very good. By the way, my persuade is eighty. So I'm. You, you honestly I'm, get the impression he would be offended. He, he, he would be, be more offended, offended by a bribe. It's it's not that he's 
trying okay. to avoid it. Right. Okay, so I've I've rolled anyway. So just against the persuade, then I've got a skill mm. of eighty. I've rolled thirty-nine. Okay, a long discussion follows. Um, sort of half an hour of you trying to wheedle things out. Um, it emerges that he and many of the people in the village, particularly the families associated with it, have signed the official secret tax. Um, really? Yes. And On what grounds? <laughs> I think that may be the secret. <laughs> well, that, the, the no. problem, so what, that's what you get out of him from the persuades. Um, I mean, you can try and persuade a half skill to persuade him to sort of break that, but he's very nervous and very scared about being arrested. They laid it on pretty thick what would happen if he said anything, whoever they okay. are. Now, right, now that I think I probably would try and do a gentle... Um, Either that or just... Not so much breath. bribe, but more... I'm, I, I'm just thinking maybe... Well, it's it's very simple. If if we if he doesn't help us, we're going to go up there without him, and we're going to get in trouble, and then they're going to know that we spoke to him before we went. So he's going to get into trouble anyway. Colonel, just as an aside, <laughs> out of the earshot of the hotel I owner, you're saying it just as you said it. Then um, yeah, I, 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 I do have a persuade myself. Right. Go on then, John, as as um, Carol, Mister Hadley. Uh, zero five. Um, just as zero just five. As an aside to the the colonel, out of the earshot of the hotel owner. Possibly there's a local poacher or something in the area who may be less discreet. Uh, Mr. Hanrahan um, makes <laughs> less discreet. Um, makes the hotel owner fairly nervous by pointing out that he's going to get into trouble anyway. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> it was the navy. They they bought the they bought the colliery off Gramstella Martin. Oh well, there you go, Colonel Navy, eh? <laughs> They're doing something up there. We don't know what, but they don't Barely. want any visitors. There have been... Uh, some local children went up there, and um, they, they 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 came back. I mean, they're, they're fine, but they won't talk about what happened, and they're very heavy-handed. I mean, very Pro- heavy-handed. Probably gave them a bit of a scare, a bit of a serious telling off, I, I bet. I could lose my whole business. Um, oh, we'd never mentioned that you were the one who... Gave us detailed instructions on how to get there. No, 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 no. Well, it's it's on the map. You can go there. I mean, no one's proved. Oh, that. you're giving us a map. That's most kind. No, no, no. no please, please. I could lose my business. Hmm. Which is precisely why, you know, considering all I'm doing is just researching a book. You know, hmm. I, I can probably get all the information I need out of a library or something. So hmm. please don't worry yourself. I'm a, my my friend here is a little dramatic, and the colonel is, of course. Barking, so <laughs> it's you know let, let, let there be no misunderstanding here. Yeah. <laughs> we are just a fairly sizable party, apparently asking about a secret naval installation <laughs> for which you've all um, probably signed the official secret act. I mean, we I, I don't know, no. I don't know anything, I don't know anything. No, that's fine, um, that's fine. Well, you haven't told us anything, so then well, you can't be in trouble. Can you? No, I, I. I... There you go. What's your name? Have a drink. What's your name, sir? It's oh. Stanley. Fuck off. No, not yours. Oh, sorry, Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> I put my arm I... round. I put my arm round this this little waif. I think you've broken, Roger. 
<laughs> what what? Struck by lightning. Struck oh, by lightning. God. Listen, d- don't cut at Roger any slack. He knew what we were like before he signed up to us. <laughs> <laughs> he asked to join. <laughs> what is my name? It's Harvey. Harvey, Harvey what? Um, oh, why do you have to know? <laughs> is it Mr. Harvey or Harvey? Mr. From... Harvey. It's Colin Harvey. Colin Harvey. Right. Mr. Harvey. Colin. Col. Col, baby. It occurs to me that you have a very legitimate concern. And you are indeed a man of... Um, with a, with a fine establishment, and we do not want to want to worry you further. Very true. Could I could I maybe ask? Is there somebody else we could talk to, who maybe has that would gain from? Was that a plan? You were just because you were completely <laughs> blank there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So when did you hear to? Who maybe has someone else? Who, yeah, somebody to, else who knows. maybe has less to lose. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I can think of someone. Go on, fess up. The owner of the other hotel just down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody who has skirted against the uh, the confines of the law anyway. Well, there's, uh, well, there's farmer, um, uh, farmer. Uh, give us a list of names. Farmer. Giles? <laughs> Giles. <laughs> Hang on. Farmer Chewbacca. No, that's not going to work. Uh, You're um, just looking around desperately for a name now, aren't you? Farmer Ham. Farmer, farmer Investigator Sheet. Farmer Desk. Farmer, um, farmer what? Desk. Old Farmer Desk. Um, he lost his son in the accident. <laughs> Chip of the old block, was he? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, so, God. So, Desk, Desk Jr. is sadly no more. Um, I could I could give him a ring, table. if you like, get him to meet you in the lounge. Um, I oh, know we'll him quite well. Or oh, we could pop and pop over to his place. Oh, I mean, I'm just... I mean, my thought is, is if you don't want the, us to... I believe there's a bar in the hotel, isn't there? Ah, ah sorry, splendid. <laughs> Whiskey soda, please. <laughs> okay, um, oh, I'll wait. I'll give them a call. Most kind. Okay, you pop back to the the lounge, the lounge, the lounge. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, oh, and, and, it is a generous term. And sit down to wait. <laughs> um, about an hour and a half later. Right, so I've got through about 40 cigarettes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think the Colonel I have cleared a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, just the, there. Have, have, yeah, you drink it neat. I drink it, I drink it neat. Drink yes, no, this is so just rubbish. And Hanrahan will have smoked at least half a dozen sticks of dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just making preparation for it for a night crossing the moors and uh, with, with a sack of dynamite. I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> help study help study my hands. No, we're not going up on the moors at night. Don't start it like that. Do you actually carry dynamite? Because I am playing a chain smoker and I'm not entirely sure it's the best combo. It's fine, it's in a sack. 
um, <laughs> after about an hour and a half, for uh, fairly he's large gonna, gentleman, he's going to call someone else, isn't he? Appear at the door of the lounge, um, and you notice Mr. Um, Harvey pointing to the lounge um, across the way. Uh, gentleman and lady, I think Miss Spinal Reflex is pointing me out the back way at this point. Uh, so you're running? I, I think so. Yes, I, I'm not I'll, sure this uh, is really a conscious choice. I will. Obs- <laughs> I will obscure his exit with my bulk as I stand <laughs> to people. God. Okay. Um, two of them uh, immediately leap after Mister Hanrahan. Take the um, car keys, the... Hanrahan. <laughs> <laughs> but steady. It's a rental. Whereas the other two. Um, uh, stand into the centre of the room. You can't help but notice that oh, um, one of them has a handgun on his belt. Uh huh. On his belt. That's a bit flash. On his... Yes, he has a belt thing. <laughs> a um, is worth right, a Hanrahan. Holster. You better make a dodge roll. Uh, fair enough. Uh... So the man who's worried about yes. something happening to his business has just called the authorities on a terrorist. This is going to go well for him, isn't it? Um, you slip out of their grasp. Both of them run towards... The fucker's running, they say. Um, one of them... I say, there's a lady here. She can have um, swear the pair of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the professor's um, looking around at this point. As they charge after you, get him lefty! Um, one of them says, says the word the of the other... right. <laughs> any, any chance of surreptitiously sticking a leg out as these fellows run past? Well, it was. It happened a bit quick for you. Had, I mean, uh, to be honest, yeah, Andrew, just, I'm not the quickest on my feet. I started to bolt before you'd really registered what was going on. You, you get the feeling that he'd been in a similar situation before. It, it um, started to bolt before he was aware what was going on. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the door is clattering. They they both run out the room. The other two uh, stand in front of uh, all of you um, who are still seated. Uh, ah, I, I stand. I am, uh, ladies, gentlemen. If you would accompany us, why? Ah, the farmer. Hello. If you would accompany us, please. Why? Can we get you a drink? Are you going to make this difficult for us? Uh, no, you can have whatever, I am going to ask, whatever you want. But I'm I am going to ask you, you why you want us to come with you. Well, I'd like um, to see some credentials, Colonel. I'm not going anywhere with anyone until they produce a badge. You know he's a Colonel. That should be good enough. <laughs> Hanrahan. <laughs> not Colonel good enough. Obviously, that's a totally different <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Hanrahan, you find yourself out in the kitchen of the hotel. There's mm-hmm. a surprised-looking cook. Um, are you just guessing which is the way out? Are you What are you doing at this point? Yeah, I, I, I haven't had time to, to look around the place. Uh, I don't have time to look around now, so I'm just going to guess for it, yeah. I'm... Let's have a, a luck roll. Uh-oh. Uh... <laughs> Ends up in a broom cupboard. <laughs> Mr. Nine. You climb into the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Walking freezer. Shut the door behind I'm locked. Um, you, you run to a door um, and rattle on. It's locked. And the two guys are behind you before you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Give it up, you fucker, one of them says. And the other one just punches you, just flat out punches you. Um, so he swings his fist 
You'll never take uh, me. Oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Fair enough. Um, uh, the word alive is the first thing you terrible, say. Terrible. Consciousness. Terrible. <laughs> um, he, he just swings over your head, which you easily duck. <laughs> Give it up. You're coming with us. Who's us? Uh, okay, the second one swings at you uh, and hits unless you dodge. Uh, no. Okay, let's uh, let's do a bit of damage to to the old Mister Hanrahan. Um, you. Take... We're all just standing in the lounge listening to this clattering. <laughs> Clatter, bang! Uh, five points of damage, Hanrahan. It's one swipe your jaw. Your head cracks against the door behind you. Don't mess us about. We know all about your type, you revolutionist, Marxist scumbag. <laughs> There's not really time for this kind of event. No, we're getting an awful lot of backstory on these fellas now. I take issue with Karl Marx's lad. statement on these. Uh, Obviously, um, from his accent, he's a local lad. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> on the basis that any accent is a local. What you do notice uh, while you're being repeatedly battered around the head, uh, Miss Anran, is they are definitely not local accents. In fact, they sound more Cockney than anything else. Um, do you think a yeah, swift the structures of power your Jacob's natural enemy? Up. Oof! Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the the other. Four, one, two, three of you. Um, <laughs> um, you Amongst hear the rest of us. sounds of scuffling out the back. Why? Because I say so. Because my commander has asked you, asked me to come and collect you. Oh, commander. Um... That's right. Well, that's very interesting, sir, but not being yeah, a member of the armed forces, I think I'll have to stay right here. Yeah, they never, never I, I turn around and say to um, to Stanley and uh, Carol, uh, you know, they, they never did choose the uh, the brightest sparks for the... Well, he's gone again. <laughs> let me put it this way. <laughs> he's going, yeah. I think he's going so loud he burns the mic up. <laughs> He's gone Sorry. full blessed. <laughs> the, the gain meter is only set to half blessed. Let me let me put it this no, way. No, it's okay. All I was saying was basically um, that the navy people are very stupid. Well, but I, I said it. Well. But I said it in a suave and debonair sort of way. But they won't understand. <laughs> so they, they, they just they just chuckled and agreed with you. Is that what you <laughs> oh, we are a bit thick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like David Niven calling you a bunch of ignorant twatters. They've just got water between the ears, yeah. <laughs> Let me put it this way, gentlemen and lady. Bear in mind this conversation is punctuated by... Hang on a second, oh, I just oh, need to drop out for a minute. Oh, that's Christ quite of all right. That's pretty much what's happened. <laughs> yes, but we're used to people having this reaction to Mr Hanrahan, so yeah. Uh, this conversation <laughs> punctuated by... Oh, oh, oh. Out the out the back. I, I um, believe your colleagues are um, oppressing our friend. Let me put it this way, gentlemen and ladies. Can we help? Either you come <laughs> with me now, or we beat you unconscious, and you come with us then. Are you threatening a lady, sir? Yes. Are you threatening the colonel, sir? <laughs> Last time I checked, this was still England. I'm not aware that we are in a police state, nor that the martial law is in effect. The law doesn't look too kindly on spies. 
Hmm. Good heavens, no, indeed it doesn't. And if we ever run into any, uh, we shall definitely frown sternly at them as well. Come with us now, or there'll be trouble. Figure out. (laughs) Uh, More more trouble. Has he got some sort of twitch? (laughs) (laughs) It's taking them this long to beat Hanrahan unconscious. Hmm. (laughs) Well, he appears appears to have slipped from view, so they might be uh, taking a phone call. They might be uh, getting on top Hello? of it. Yes, um, I'm being beaten unconscious by a couple of burly chaps from the well, navy. <laughs> let, let us know. Uh, let us know where we're off to. Then we'll uh, we'll follow you in the car. Right, bear in mind, okay. I'm I'm tempted either. Well, I'm tempted actually, especially considering that um, you know. I mean, I, I am. You're quiet, Mark. Um, am I quiet? Too quiet? Any you said I am. Um, and that was it. When we say you're quiet, therefore, we, I think... there is no sound at all. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why this is it. Let me, let me it's it's only when you mic. start explaining something vital. And then as far as let, me, let me move the mic a little bit closer. Mark, I think better? the most likely thing is that your computer is just trolling you. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile. My computer is dissing me, obviously. Yep. Um, Roger, can you hear? Are you connected again? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I just let um, my wife in. She locked herself out. Oops. Um, You've taken taken a good one to the jaw and the back of the head um, because you bashed it into the door. Give it up now, they say. I think think I'll hit him. Um... Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, okay. I mean, really, why would I not? Uh, I think I will. Yes, I will successfully hit him. Let me just find some actual dice. Gosh. You're being oppressed. Quick. React back against Ow. the uh, Now we see the violence inherent in the system. We're not eating flames. Then dragon. Help, help. I'm being repressed. <laughs> I'm going to grab a wine while you attempt to beat on my uh, character. Um, just to say. Obviously, he's trying for drunken master-style fighting. Mm-hmm. You see, if only I had a cricket bat, because apparently I've got a 51% in cricket bat. Surely it'd be hockey sticks for you. No, no, cricket bats. Ladies cricket team. 1928, really? Yes, oh, ladies cricket so. team at top. I mean, they existed, yeah. but... Uh, it seemed oh, they were, they, were, they were very, uh, you know, in all the best public schools. Oh, OK. Roger, um, how Learn much... Every day, Five points. Five points. Let me see. I guess I'd better see how much constitution this kind of NPC is. He's going to beat me to death, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, oh, con 17. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. He's not falling unconscious. Um, <clears throat> okay. He proceeds to attempt to beat you to death. Um Yes, he hits, and his colleague um, also hits. You can dodge one of the attacks, if you like. Okay, whichever of them, whichever of them's bigger. Uh, made one. You made one dodge. The other fellow, what's his damage? Uh, <clears throat> okay, now. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, breed him big. Um, that'll be a D6 damage bonus. Then. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Seven damage. Okay, I currently I currently have one left. I think that makes me unconscious. 
you definitely feel something crack. Um, you can you can fight the unconsciousness if you like, if you make a con by five roll, or you can succumb to the sweet bliss of less painful oblivion. <laughs> Let's just blow that con by five roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is a, a, a swift um, punch to your ribcage. Something cracks and it all goes mercifully black. The sounds of the scuffle next door have faded into silence. Mm -hmm. Are you going to come with us? Conscious or unconscious? It's up to you. It sounds like your friend's made his choice. John, you muted. Yes, your whole pastel column. Yes, it is. Why is that muted, I wonder? How strange. Okay. Um, Were you hmm. typing it sometimes? No, no, nothing. Didn't touch anything. Didn't lean on the mouse. mouse. My commander just wants a word with you. I believe you've met him already. He just wants to straighten something. since you haven't told us his name, we don't know, do we? It's a simple courtesy. Heisenberg. No, it's... um, I know his name. (laughs) 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 Um... You know his name, Commander Niles. Commander Niles. Ah, oh, right. Where well, have you been? Ah, right. Okay, that's fine. Niles is the chappy that we wanted to speak to anyway. We know take, you've been um, poking I take, around. I take and my look, hand. It's I, my responsibility. It's my ass, and I don't want you poking your noses in. And I basically. Um, you get a stern frown from the professor. <laughs> I'm sorry, lady, uh, my lady. However, you talk to a lady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't very often. Does he? <laughs> like that if, if you've heard the word Parker beforehand. <laughs> um, are you going to come quietly? There is a, a kind of a clunk as the two gentlemen who chase Mr. Hanrahan out the back come back into the room. One of them is carrying the rather less. Conscious looking, Mr. Henry Hanna. I think the okay. chances of you taking us unconscious are. Ah. <laughs> well, look, Sorry. I'll just light up the <clears throat> No, um, no. Um, Colonel, it's your um, choice. Go um, on, I'll, get the, I'll bring the motor around. Uh, no, you'll be travelling with us. Uh, We're hardly all going to fit in one vehicle, are we now, eh? And it's a higher car. I wouldn't want to Gestures to here. the window where you notice a, a lorry parked outside. Oh well, I don't uh, think that's appropriate. Uh, Mark's gone quiet again. Is that Mark the talking general, again? Yes. Colonel appears to have had a stroke. Welcome <laughs> for one of your for one of your chaps to uh, come with us, but there is no way that Professor Perrin is travelling in that. Yes, I'm not getting a lorry with a bunch of unknown men. She says, idly swinging her cricket bat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was arguing at the bar stool, actually, but, you know. (laughs) You're safe there, Navy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm safe, I'm at four. (laughs) Two of us coming with you, and we're taking your friend, and yes, that was with inverted commas, um, with us. I can actually hear them. <laughs> right, well, who gets right up front then, eh? You fellas really are no fun at all, are you? <laughs> I call shotgun. There is it. Oh, yes, not... let's take a shotgun. That would be excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Splendid uh, idea. I've, I've got a small pocket knife. 
And despite your jolliness, yes. they do not, in the, the parlance of the locale, crack their faces. Um, they do not, okay. how you say, crack one off. <laughs> they, well, they may. No, they won't. Um, okay. Uh, two of them get back in the lorry. There's another two chaps there with rifles um, in the lorry. Um, they take Mr. Hanran in. Is anyone going in the lorry at all, or are you all going in the... Well, I'll go to the car. In the car. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hanran's unconscious. He won't notice. To be, to be, <laughs> yes, and to be fair, we don't want him bleeding all over the upholstery now, do we? Yeah, it's a fire car. <laughs> okay. You uh, are driven, because one of them is driving. What? Our Your car? Office. I'm not sure it's on the insurance. What insurance? This is what insurance? <laughs> what insurance? I'll just if the car gets broken, I'll buy another one. Did <laughs> <laughs> you spend um, a lot of time embezzling funds? <laughs> you are driven north out of St. Pete's towards White. You say embezzle, I say merely made some very sound investments. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Yes, as a first draft, it doesn't even scan. <laughs> okay. You drive north. Um, it's a fairly short trip to Whitehaven. You uh, pull into the uh, uh, what appears to be a fairly innocuous-looking warehouse in the dockyard of, of Whitehaven. Mm. Um, the the cars uh, pull over. Um, the the driver remains seated. The other chap gets out. Here you go. And um, um, two, two I want to match my car, please. You want sorry? You want what? Sorry. I want the driver to get out of the car. It's our car, not their car. Get well, out. We'll keep it safe. You go and meet Mister Niles, uh, Commander Niles. Fuck. Um, Right, uh, okay, uh, which, which way are we heading? The two Marines, I believe they're called in Navy parlance, um, carry Mr. Hanrahan uh, into the building. I say, you think, uh, think John's all right there? Um, several moments later, Mr. Hanrahan, you are awakened. You regain three hit points. <laughs> With a restorative kick to the knackers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you are in handcuffs behind your back, uh, and you are in, in front of a, a stern-looking um, chap who is applying some sort of poultice to your wounds. Yeah, you are being oppressed. What are you being oppressed? Uh, Rather give given that I'm getting medical treatment, I will not kick him in the nuts. Uh, yes, yes, it's oppressive. <laughs> yes, but it is crucially medical treatment. <laughs> How many hit points are you left on? Uh, that leaves me on four. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, that's not going to be a problem later on at all. This was no, a no, full-on yeah. combat encounter. This was just getting arrested in a pub. <laughs> and it nearly <laughs> killed him. <laughs> I didn't realise that they were quite so tough. Um, but there we are. Mm. Now Mr. Hanrahan does. Okay, um, you are escorted if you allow yourselves to be. Uh, I'm fine to go in. I just yeah, want yeah. I just want this little oik out of my car. <laughs> okay. Um, he gets out of the car and closes it and locks the little padlock on it and hands you the key. It's not Mr. Thank Bean's you. car. 
and you are all um, you're reunited with Mr. Hanrahan, who has a huge bruise on the side of his face, um, and he's breathing a little heavily. Um, you've got a cracked rib, Hanrahan, so you are all right, there, John. All right. Slap him on the shoulder. How are you doing, fella? Oh, um, been worse, been worse. The the slap drives really on the face. You wouldn't keep uh, doing Hanrahan's that. Diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've passed a con times two roll to, to uh, not wince when the slap happens. <laughs> yeah, it used to be app 18, you know, but then the activism started and this is the result. <laughs> it's actually, he looks slightly better. <laughs> can, can you die of ugly in this game? <laughs> okay, you are escorted um, onto a steam lift. Ooh, on the inside, uh, you're, it's a fairly boring-looking warehouse. Um, the steam lift uh, takes you up a floor, um, and you you emerge in sort of an open corridor. There's a door to one side. You see a glimpse of a chart room with a huge illuminated map of the area that you're in, and there's two fairly bored-looking operatives standing in there, moving ships around. Um, there's uh, here for the first time you notice uniformed gentlemen. Um, you know, two uniformed marines are stood at staircases, and another two at the corridor by your side. They're all carrying rifles, and there's the ring of telephones around. Um, from one direction off to your right, somewhere there is the, the tap, 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 tap of Morse code. Every time we walk past uh, a guard, I'm just going to go at ease. <laughs> Um, you are escorted to several, uh, to a single actually uh, office room, fairly small. You're searched. Um, In which case, they probably do find the gun. Yeah, they probably find my pistol then. And the backup yes. dynamite. If, if they if they dare to shoot, <laughs> they might not have hit you so hard if you knew you were carrying dynamite. You're welcome to. Oh no, no, this is this is this is the good stuff. Um, if anyone is good at concealing, then... are they actually going to sh- search a lady, or maybe not quite as well as they've searched everyone else? Uh, I think they're going to give you a very tentative search, but not, yeah, I, I, not really. Is the honest answer? Um, I ha- okay, so if I see them searching, I will hand over my re- revolver. With my conceal of sixty, I roll a glorious ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> And surreptitiously <laughs> spill the contents of the bag onto the floor. Right? What, what, <coughs> were not you, mine. what were you attempting to conceal, Mr. Harrahan? Oh, from from the stick of dynamite under the armpit. Oh, thank God. While they're searching, there's a clatter and a shit um, as people jump back and, and a, a stick of dynamite slowly rolls across the floor. Uh, and, and, oh, uh, I'll helpfully pick that up. Uh, did you drop this, uh, Jack? Uh, oh, one of the Marines grabs it with a look of um, I don't know how you look when you're annoyedly terrified. terrified. He was, he was, uh, it's fine, it's fine. That bugger took my lighter. He was locked in a cupboard by his father and he's always been afraid of the dark so he carries a bag of candles with him wherever he goes. It's yeah, just a traumatic thing. It's about Very like funny. TNT written. <laughs> <laughs> um are you trying to what hide anything? 
Um, no, because I'd have probably had my pistol in my handbag, so they can look through my handbag, but I doubt I'd let them really search me. I can't help feeling like a little bit guilty. <laughs> Uh, would would show up a, a cricket bat? I'm afraid. <laughs> I said I have skilling cricket bat. <laughs> One come to hand, I shall be suitably trained. Okay, so you know it's going to kick off when she says one last request. <laughs> um, they leave you alone. The door is locked behind you. There is a um, guard. Sorry, are they going to? I've just got a little small folding jackknife. That's all I carry. That in a large are you trying to hide so, it otherwise no, i just wondered if they'll take it because it's, it's, it's purely for my uh, the other thing i'll take the and identification papers why would we have identification papers oh, well do you i've got no. an academic library no. card, but that's about it it's not something i virtually carry i, I don't probably have got some you know would i um Probably not. I mean, you don't actually have to carry your driving license. They, they no, take it there is one. that you may be carrying like that off you. Mm-hmm. Steady on, there's 10 quid in there. <laughs> um, okay, and you're left to your own devices. Well, as long as I still light up a cigarette, otherwise I'm going to go ape. They do leave you your cigarettes. They probably took my well, license <laughs> for some unexplained reason. They're not completely <laughs> That is quite a cigar, Mr. Henry. <laughs> Here, try one yourself. <laughs> oh. um, okay. Uh, I don't suppose you've got any other little tricks up your sleeve, have you, Henry? Well, not anymore. Hmm. <laughs> well, well, this... I, for one, would like to voice my annoyedness in the amount of time I spent researching the layout of the colliery, which I thought you were going to attempt to infiltrate. Mm, wait, which which we, we are attempting to infiltrate. Okay. Yes, we will do once we get it. We still are. We still are. However, when you then arrest us and take us somewhere completely different, I feel... That's that, you um, pissed about for so long and made the it very only, clear. The only doing. thing I'm glad of is we only made it as far as Whitehaven, because I was convinced you were going to have this headquartered in Cockermouth, purely because it's <laughs> oh. called Cockermouth. Several hours later. (laughs) I Um, hope they've given us a cup of tea, at least. (laughs) I'm afraid not. (gasps) No tea. Is there Um, there anything else in in this room? So are we just standing around? There's 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 a a few desks. It's it's an office. It's a closed office room. Is there anything in any of the desk drawers? Yeah, route through the desk drawers. Pencil paper, anything like that? Yes, both of those things. Stare out the window. I'm going to start um, writing a, a, a short story that's just struck me in the uh, the sword and sorcery vein, which is becoming quite popular. Brilliant. Anything out the window? It, well, I wouldn't say brilliant. No, it's terrible. Um, out the window, there's a fairly grey, uh, drab... Are we on the first floor or ground floor or whatever? First, in we English went... terms, you're in the first floor, on the first right, floor. So in American terms, you're on the, the second. Uh, yeah, went up. Yes, uh, there's not really a lot to see out there. You can see the lorry that brought uh, Hanrahan in. Your your Oxford has been parked carefully in one corner. There's a few other vehicles coming in and out. Can we see the... Are we near the, the coast at all? You're on the coast where you are. You can see across to the sea, yes? Oh, so we're not... Are we at a jetty or something? Or not quite that close? 
close. You're to on me. you're on sort of a warehouse in the dock area, so you're not quite on the coast, but you can see it from there. Of course, if it's navy, it'll technically be a ship, won't it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, actually, a ship is something you can put other boats on. Apparently, I think anything. Yes, but sure, any establishments are still yeah. stone frigates, HMS. Yes, whatever. a stone is a yes. You can actually be a, sh- a ship at, you know. They uh, yeah, they tend to call their buildings the HMS. Yeah, they're a bit ship obsessed. The navy, I don't know why, um, but you're quite right. They, they call Funny that. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. It's like the RAF, plane crazy. I mean, do, yeah, do the um, RAF call their plane to the, call their headquarters? No, like, no, this no, is no. A I knew a guy no. who, was, who was in the RAF and he got seconded to do some work with his mate at uh, a naval base on shore, mm. and it was basically it was treated as as a ship, and they thought it, it was mantle. So, so they were heading out to go down to the pub and they got stopped because they were trying to go just the two of them. And you have to go out in a party that is the number of people you would have had in a jolly boat. And this is entirely true. <laughs> and they, they looked at them and said, we're taking a plane and walked past. But <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the Navy, when they go out, if you've missed your mates, you have to wait for enough people to catch up to be allowed on shore because you are not on shore, you're on a boat. Yeah, it, it is a run ashore even if you're 200 miles inland. Yep. And I love Very those good. crazy Marines. Um, <laughs> okay, you are. Okay, can, can the, okay, so before, how, before the before couple of hours is up, yes. can, the, can the window open? It's barred. And I don't mean the hideous Dungeons & Dragons class. I, I mean, it has bars upon it. You do realise there's three bars on it, didn't you? <laughs> right. So, okay. we, so we've how... been locked in. This isn't very friendly, is it? On the other um, hand, I reckon we're on to something here. Well, I'm waiting for this Niles chap. Yes. Well, are you saying anything at all, Mark? Did you hear that? No. no. Not, the, not, love of, no. Oh, the love of God, what the hell is it? <laughs> Let me understand. The, the instrumental connecting dialogue we're getting. The all we actual need to do is edit in some beeps during it, and it would just sound fantastic. <laughs> I think right, Roger, okay. Roger I have unplugged and plugged the Let us see if that helps. You're doing well, sorry. Sneak up I on it un- and pretend that uh, you're not actually saying anything of any import, and then just. I have, I have unplugged <laughs> and replugged. So let us see if that makes a difference. Okay. Okay. So what was it you were saying? Um, all I was saying is that uh, if he doesn't turn up soon, I shall be crossed and shout at the door. Can we hear anything else Brilliant. from outside? Now they're quaking in the boots, girl. Um, you can hear, I, I guess, the activity of a, an active building, if that makes sense. The phone yeah, calls, yeah. people walking around. There's, can we overhear uh, any phone calls or just... Actually, blah, 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 blah. no. Have any of us checked if the door's locked? <laughs> it is. Oh. It was locked behind If you us. do, it is. Um, right. After a couple of hours, unless you're coming up with anything else, um, the door is unlocked and the... The polite gentleman who escorted you from the hotel is there along with the, uh, three or four of his companions. Well, let's be specific. Four of ah, his, the tea boys here. 
All right, come on. Niles wants to meet you. We've checked you Niles, out. Niles, not uh, not giving him a title. Commander Niles wishes the pleasure of your company on the top floor, a uh, sir. He says. Well, actually, that's far more like it. I'll just uh, light up again and uh, <coughs> just cough a bit of smoke into his face as we go past. Not going to give us any trouble, are you, Hanrahan? He says. Who, me? As innocent as the day is, uh, well, all right, as the night is uh, short, it's August, isn't it? It's August, yeah. It's <laughs> not a good time for that one. That basically means, if you're as honest as the day is long, you, you get progressively less honest from the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Madness have got that line in a song. Honest as the day is long, the, the longer the, uh, longer the daylight, day. the less I do wrong. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. Oh, that's probably what put the idea in my head. It's hard when no, it's no, accidental. Go on, go on um, thinking that it's an original thought. You'd be okay with that. Well, I everyone remember really that song. Everything before, so screw them. Um, probably, yeah. Right, let's... You think you've got an original idea like squid-flavoured porridge and then you discover it's on the menu at some Tokyo place. <laughs> anyway. Squid porridge. You are escorted to a room on the top floor of the warehouse. Waiting there, you recognise Commander Niles. As you'll remember, it's played by... Kenneth <laughs> Moore. Not Kenneth Connor. Not Kenneth Connor or Williams. Kenneth Moore. Nice. Um of Douglas by the Reach for the Sky fame, um, and uh, Lieutenant Williams, who was also at the inquest. And who is played by Kenneth Williams? A, a, a man with grey hair in a suit um, who sits behind a desk and looks stern. Do I recognise him? Oh, do you? Um, let's have a half credit rating roll. Is looking stern a particular naval term, by the way? As, as opposed to looking bow, you mean? When you say suit, is he wearing a business suit or a naval suit? It's a business hmm. suit. Right. Um, half, so, you said. Yes. Yes. Um, I've got a credit rating of 85. I rolled 23. You have seen him when you've had occasion to be in Whitehall. You, you don't know who he is, but he, he's been there. And he's been treated by respect, with respect, by uh, wearing a, wearing a uniform. No, he's no, no, no. Was he wearing a uniform when I've seen him before? No, you you get a vague impression of politician from him. Back when politicians were, you know, not the dreadful, dreadful excuse for politicians we have. Well, now, when was that? Good lord. Um, Disraeli well, time, maybe? Oh, <laughs> like First Lord at the Admiralty, and you're just forgetting there, Colonel. <laughs> Disraeli used to write science fiction, you know. Anyway. <laughs> right, um, Niles. Gladstone used um, to pick a prostitute. Gestures to some chair. There's a large table in the room. Gestures. I do apologise if you've been treated roughly, but um, I would like you all to explain why you have been prowling around our project. Colonel? Colonel. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, I'm just going to get a glass of wine. <laughs> we'll be back right after yeah. these messages. So, do I start with the idiot and go forwards? 
Yeah, let, let, let's lead with the completely barking, insane excuse that no sensible person would follow. Then I'll assume we're spies. Now, hang on, that doesn't really work, does it? Yes, but he'll know who the colonel is, at least, definitely. Yeah. And they'll have, they'll have checked out all the rest of us, so they know who yeah, we are. Yeah, they also, they also know who Hanrahan is. Yeah, they know exactly yes, who we are. They know who Hanrahan is, and more importantly, they know where his, where his dynamite came from. Yeah, so, I'm, not, I'm not a spy, I'm a British nutter. So why are we checking out this area again, anyway? <laughs> really? <laughs> Any... Because of the idiot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, well, let's go with the truth, then. As I'm if surprised at you for a start, Colonel. Well, it all started with an idiot. As so many plans do. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm just going to see if I can make a self-control roll. Oh, it's not good. Um, <laughs> To prevent his eyes flickering towards Hanrahan when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> um, I'd say, you know... Sorry, Roger, we, that's we... just the general opinion of your character. Is yeah. It? No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roger, however, is making notes for the next well, time. We uh, <laughs> went to the... Um, went to the uh, scientific um, lecture. Scientific lecture? Yes, there was a foreign idiot, uh, uh, some sort of professional vomiter. I didn't really follow the act, to be honest. but uh, it was, Visions uh, of the future, all that sort of thing. There you go. So naturally, that led us here. Professional. No, I mean, how many da- no, seriously, how many, you know, okay, out of game, how many days has it been? Uh, well, since the lecture, it's been about five or six, not that many. Yeah. A week, so, maybe. Earlier in the week, you know. Yeah. So earlier in the week, we went yeah. to a lecture uh, hosted by the. Oh, I've probably still got the invite in my handbag. Oh, Hang on yes. a second. There you go. If you can get your handbag back. I've got my handbag. They just took my weaponry. Um, the, the chap in the the suit uh, says um, Diogenes Club. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Oh, were you there too? He raises an eyebrow and, and looks at Niles uh, and nods slightly. Um, Niles looks a bit nonplussed. Uh, do you, uh, I'm sorry, my lady. Uh, m- madam. Madam. Professor. Uh, madam, professor. Um, oh, I still can't get used to that. Um, uh, if I could... Um, <laughs> Tell me voting next. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have a look at the invitation, uh, please. Yes, yeah, certainly. Here you go. It was from a friend of mine. Might smell a bit of... Sick. The, the chap in the suit lights up a cigar. Hmm. Okay. He lo- uh, Niles looks at the invitation and passes it over to the chap in the suit. Okay. Hmm. And what happened at this lecture? This is Niles. Um, I mean... Carol, um, sorry, Professor Perrin uh, here will probably uh, be able to explain it far better than I. But uh, well, um, it was a, it was a ridiculous set of circumstances. But then he ended up it was some sort of you know showman act thing. But this uh, this idiot, as the Colonel said, uh, an imported think, idiot, we should say. Yeah, was, sorry, imported idiot. He wasn't um, even a British idiot. He claimed to have had a, a voice from the future, and uh, he mentioned some terrible things that would happen, which, you know, could take as a complete flim-flam. But he happened to mention some names. And then a few days later, lo and behold, these names popped up in the newspaper, and it just sparked our interest. And the colonel yes. here suggested a, I, a trip up north. Could I ask you what names, madam? 
Uh, professor, I'm sorry. Uh, what were they? Those divers. Uh, they were. Um, Mr. Wellman, you. Is it Hotchkiss, Jones, and Bob, or was that? That's, that's it. it. Yes, yes that's the uh, Williams yes. and um, Niles exchanged glances. And we we just were it was just piqued our interest that these names came to light. You know, a voice from the future. What did the voice? What did the voice say? Well, <laughs> yeah, yes, mostly. <laughs> Uh, not a great deal. He just mentioned the terrible fate of these chaps and uh, something else. I can't remember. But what... that, um, it was all. It was happening now, and um, he saw us and seemed rather, rather upset by the whole thing. Which, as you can see, happens a lot. What the, so it just said the voice. It said nothing else. Um, he seemed to be taken all their ill at that point. And something about our doom or something. Oh. Well, there was a lot of doom. And vomit. I mean, to be honest, we thought it was a bit of a circus show, but it, it didn't end in a very spectacular fact. Can well, you remember vomit. anything specific about what the voice said? Well, the, the two Ooh. chaps that were talking, or the, it came across as, did it come across as two or one chap? I can't remember. Um, well, Hanrahan came across as two chaps. Oh, yes, that was something completely different, but somehow connected, weirdly. And they seem to be taking it slightly more seriously than you might expect, given this is an utter crock of turd. Um, <laughs> uh, given any, but they, they, yeah, they, they don't seem to be dismissing it out of. Um, try and remember. Did... Try and give them a rough pricey of what what was actually said at the. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, they said. I mean, between. Well. Well, the I may, exact I, I may actually have been taking notes. I don't know. I do tend to do that. And the exact voice said, because um, you remember, because it was less time for your characters than it was for you, mm. we wasted two men's lives for nothing. Those things are as old as time. A few pounds of explosive won't scratch them. Jones and Barbara are dead. And Hotchkiss won't be fit for a month. Jones was married. Jones was married. What will he tell his wife? wife? Another tragic accident? Yeah, George took... Uh... Notes, I think, being a journalist type chat. As Stanley, 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 sorry, much, much more of this, and there'll be questions in Parliament. <laughs> As you read out your notes, Williams turns white and looks pointedly at Niles, who also turns white. Um, and they both look at the man in the suit. Did you say now, that? Does, does that mean anything to you, gentlemen? I mean, we no. wouldn't have wasted your time. It's just it was such a coincidence. So we thought we'd come up and have a visit. And uh... thought it might be a good story in it, actually, because I, I, I do write a few, you know, just for some of the American magazines. And, then, and then, there was, then there was that Farago of an inquest. Yes, that was a bit of a botch, wasn't it? Rather heavy-handed, I thought. And then there was the whole palaver with Mr. Hamraham meeting himself, which was very strange. Yes, that was before he got uh, the beating himself. Seven bells beating. Yes, I, I I missed these voices. These voices from the future. I'll, I'll explain to him what happened. Okay. So all in all, uh, I think you can understand why our interest was piqued. Piqued. Yes. The man in the suit stubs his cigar out in an ashtray. Well, there's no gentleman then. You don't stub out a cigar. And and no. blows smoke out of <laughs> his nostrils. Hmm. I've heard enough. Cuts it clean. I've wasted enough time here. Put them to work. Or lock them up. 
he stands up and, and walks out of a door behind them. Didn't catch your name, sir, I say to his back. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just goes out the door, ignoring you. Um, it's going to be like M or something, isn't it? <laughs> no. It's actually K. If, if you're yes. just, uh, <laughs> it's not <laughs> Colonel K, is he? Is he Colonel K? No, it's just K. Um, oh, that would be fabulous. There's a, there's a slightly I'm Colonel C, does that count? The door. Um, and Niles turns to you all and says, um, all right, before I can give you any more information, I'm going to ask all of you to sign the official secrets act. Already done it. Do we get a chance to read through it first, or is it a secret? Um, I'll, try, I'll try to keep a straight face. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't imagine any problems with this. <laughs> <laughs> because if, if you break the official secrets act for Zanran, you might be in trouble. <laughs> Uh, um, yes, all right. Although, obviously, I mean, I'll be allowed to put a few things in the story. I don't mind you having sort of a, a, a bit of a pass at editing, just in case. No, it's, uh... none of this, none of what you're about to hear can appear any time ever. Whatever? Hmm. Well, what I'll about this there. What about this uh, story outline I was just sketching in the other room? It's uh, the, the Barbarian on Mars, no? Um. Is that is that covered? Uh, uh, hmm. I haven't got a name. I was thinking Fong. I think Fong is a good barbarian name. <sighs> Are you going to sign the official secrets act? Oh, all right then. Yes, oh, I'll sign God. it again. I have no particular qualms. Go on. It's always a hogwash, but anyway. Yes. Well, then I ignore it anyway. So. You find a long form with lots of small print planted in front of you, Mister Hanrahan. Oh, no point reading it. Just, I'll just sign. Oh! God, I thought that would be hard work. <laughs> doesn't mean he takes any notice of it. It just signed. Yeah. He gestures, he gestures to William, so you uh, walks out of the door. I'm, I'm very sorry about the rough treatment. Um, perhaps you will understand when I tell you what I'm about to tell you. Well, can we at least have what? a cup of tea first? It's been hours for goodness Of course, sake. of course. I'm terribly sorry. Um, uh, uh, normal. Uh, and do you have any facilities? I'm a man of his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. Any of you, any of you who wish to use any facilities, um, tea is provided. Rather annoyingly, I'm afraid I've got to go. Um, so I'll expect a, a write-up in the fashion of... I know, I know. We did a terrific write-up last time. It's been very useful, so you can do another one. Um, I think that I'll, I'll, if you can just just fill me in next week, it'd be great. Loving it. See you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See you. Carry on. Bye. Um, okay, uh, you noticed that uh, your um, author friend has drifted off during this. Um, after you are provided with tea and you are allowed to use the facilities, um, Lieutenant Williams returns with a projector and a box of glass slides. Um, the blinds are drawn, and he uh, and he connects up the uh, projector to the electric supply. Does it all say highly secret, etc., on the slides? Uh, it does. It will. Um, now then, Mr. Hanrahan, 
uh, Professor Perrin, Colonel Summers, and Colonel Summers. Uh, is it not Montague Summers? Oh, Carruthers, of course. It's Carruthers. Where did I get Summers from? And uh, Mr. Wellman, you must understand, uh, indeed you do in, in contractually understand, having signed the Official Secrets Act, that everything I'm about to say is in the strictest confidence. And all done in the best past, the whole time. Now, as I believe you're aware, two years ago, we were asked to rescue miners and bodies from a mine disaster near St. Bees. What has not been reported mm -hmm. is that during the operation we've found a peculiar device embedded in a coal tunnel at the end of the collapsed tunnel. Evidently it had been excavated just moments before the flood. Uh, Williams, slide one, please. And the, the first slide appears. It's a dim monochrome picture of a tunnel half full of water ending in something that looks a bit like a distorting mirror uh, like you find in a fairground that the top half of a circular rim is visible and it's inscribed with peculiar symbols and any of you that have Cthulhu Mythos are welcome to make a roll on oh, that. Yes. Yeah. I also Bye. have Latin if that's any use <laughs> No. Now I have a skill of seven and I rolled 56. Their symbols look vaguely familiar and they certainly... I also have archaeology, a tiny 1%. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not really having it so much as not being dead. Yes. <laughs> um, they look familiar and they put all of you in mind of your previous brushes with uh, things that man was not meant to know with capital letters. <laughs> Um, so we use yeah. my location, we'll be safe. Yeah, you'll be fine. Now, while we were recovering the bodies, he Niles continues, uh, a diver fell through that thing into a cave. And at this stage, I'm not authorised to give you any details about this cave. Suffice to say, it contains some extremely large and very old structures. Slide two, please. Um, the second slide shows a cave full of oddly tall pyramids. Unlike the pyramids at, at Giza, they're much sort of, you know, uh, they're, they're much more of a, yes, pointier is a, is a much better way of putting it. <laughs> um, stretching off into the distance, the cave, they, uh, they look weirdly phosphorescent or they're glowing without any obvious lights. Um, the picture has been taken from a high vantage point. Now, once we repaired the roof fall, we were able to pump out most of the water from the tunnel and start excavating. The entrance is inconceivably old. Our geologist says that the coal seam formed around this entrance and that traces of much earlier rocks are lodged in the carvings. Um, the, the the entrance, as we're, as we're calling it, the, the mirror that you can see, has some odd properties. Nothing that we can do appears to damage it. And this also seems to apply to the pyramids. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Professor Perrin puts her hand up. Did you say that it formed around the arch? That's ridiculous. I mean, civilization didn't exist before the Carboniferous period. Uh, you're correct, Professor Perrin. This 
and then who would have built it? It's and a, this structure predates humanity. Or you mean that humanity was existing far earlier than we thought of? It's it's something we're considering, but it, as far as we understand geology and anthropology at this moment, it, it predates the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it appears to predate the 1890s. <laughs> human civilization, and uh, as far as we can tell, the human race itself. Now, the, the tunnel route to the uh, entrance is fairly dangerous. Part of it is still flooded, and there are pockets of dangerous gas. Um, so we have set up a camp in the cave, and we stay there as much as possible, please. Uh, William, slide three and four and five, please. Um, now, the third line surprises you all because it's in color, um, mm. which is not something any of you have seen before. Uh, it appears to show an odd-looking rod, which is triangular in cross-section. There's a yardstick sitting beside it, which makes it look like about two feet long. Um, it's made of glass or some sort of crystal, and it seems to be glowing. And it's it's jagged and broken at one end. The next slide That's some is sort a of painted um, slide there. Oh, no, we are... Um, we are using some experimental film developed by the Kodak company. The, oh, yes, I've heard of that. It's very interesting. Yes. I mean, if you want to, I could show you the chemistry behind it. It's quite simple, really. Uh, I, I can sure? see. It looks, like a, looks like a paint. No, no, no. What they do, they the, use different the right, uh, and, uh, Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Wilson. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's good. We obviously have the right uh, woman for the job. Um. This uh, the the next slide uh, pops up. It's an odd-looking blue ceramic pot, and there's something very disturbing about its proportions, which <laughs> you'll be pleased to hear. Um, it's been put together, uh, but there are a few gaps. It's about four feet tall, and the the final slide shows an oval metal ring about six inches wide and nine long, twisted into a, a Mobius strip, covered in a blue enamel. An animal, not an animal. An animal, which is chipped off in several places, revealing a dung, a dung, <laughs> like a, a dull. I clearly put the teeth back in. Unfortunate <laughs> uh, of wine. Um, the dull metal underneath. Um, now these slides, uh, Niles continues. They show several items we found within the cave. Uh, we have no clue to their function. Everything is damaged, and we suspect we're looking at junk stuff abandoned by the, I hesitate to use the words, the, the builders. Um, that ring is pure tungsten to the limits of our analysis, and the crystal that you can see, you saw on the first slide, is a single white sapphire. God knows what will happen if the gem market ever hears about this sort of thing. But that's ridiculous. No sapphire can form that size. And the specific shape. Exactly. It's it's beyond comprehension that it could form by itself, but it is beyond our current technology. Um, hmm. Now, the pyramids themselves, we haven't been able to to enter. Uh, in fact, 
the discussion you heard in the Diogenes Club is something that William said to me. We were attempting to blow open one of the pyramids and... I'm, uh, I'm sorry, did you say this was an, actually a conversation that has occurred? Oh, yes. Yes. So, so my, my, my friend and, and his foreign idiot were actually correct? I, I don't understand the, the details, but I can confirm that this was a conversation Williams and I had. I, I don't understand how you could possibly have heard it. On what? You've frozen, Mark. Oh. On what day did you hear the, uh, did you did you have this conversation? How how long ago? The day, the day Jones and Barber died, four days ago. We heard that conversation in the club. Five days. Two days, two days before that, or was it the day before they again? about five days wasn't it so two days before i guess mystery upon mystery interesting something very strange going on and from what we've gleaned from your background checks you perhaps are well versed in this sort of (sighs) i feel perhaps you could help us here um let me show you this he unlocks a drawer that he's sitting in front of and he pulls out a strange metal ball about four inches in diameter. Uh, it's, a, it's a perfect sphere, um, but he, he, picks, he picks it up with both hands and he throws it upwards and it very slowly rises to the ceiling and then very slowly descends back into his hands. Would you like to try it? Oh, all right. Um, you oh, pick I, it up. I, I am expecting a trick, but I think I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> You're immediately electrocuted and killed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got you, Hamran. <laughs> Finally, Lord elaborate trap to catch uh, me. Joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's oddly heavy, oddly cool. Um, and as you handle it, it, it move, you sort of move it in your hands and it falls slowly between your hands. Um, that thing weighs uh, about four ounces, but our scientists suggest it has the inertia, inertia of an object weighing about 12 pounds. Huh. We Some can't open it. We can't find what makes it. Exactly. Exactly, I can see you are definitely the, the person, the right person. for the, our, our scientists believe there is something, it does something to the local gravity. We don't understand what it is. It was discarded. Perhaps it isn't working properly. Uh, can I have a look at it and have a look, see if it's any sort of element I recognise? You're, you're very welcome. Um, let's have a chemistry roll. Okay. Uh, 16... Nine and I have eighty-six in chemistry. Uh, you don't recognise anything of it. Um, it Plus may... ninety-one in physics. So, yeah, I don't, <laughs> you've never seen anything like it, and you're pretty confident no one has. It is not it's of really this earth. A fascinating object. Um. Now I think, from what I've shown you already, you understand that we are faced with a enormously important discovery of incalculable consequence. Um, Science, perhaps, shall become fertile ground for the British Empire. 
well, yes, if we can understand this sort of thing. And I hate to say from what we've seen previously, you may not want to. Well, saw some pretty rum things over the last uh, couple of years. Mm. Anything like this? Not. No, well, but not specifically, but... Uh, th- things which an empire might exploit and bring on its own downfall. Hmm. Perhaps you will change your tune, Mr. Hanrahan. You see, I'm authorised to offer each and every one of you places on our exploration team. Now, the work, as you know, must remain secret, but we hope to publish our findings. You, all of you, are assured a place in history if we succeed. Well, that sounds jolly interesting. But I must tell you, if you do not wish to join the project, you must be allowed no further contact with this discovery. Mm. And I must remind you all, you have signed the Official Secrets Act and you will be kept under surveillance, those of you who aren't already. Oh, uh, um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Are we all just... (laughs) (laughs) If you choose not to cooperate. Oh, I'm in, I'm in. The rest of you? Well, yes, it'd be staff not to. Mm. Uh, I should warn you, Professor uh, Perrin, uh, this has been up until now an all-male expedition. We don't really have facilities for ladies. Um, the chaps will make you very welcome. Well, I'm mm. used to that. I mean, I'm the, the only woman in my department, for goodness sake. Uh, okay, good, good. Okay, that's that's good. Mm. It, the, chap, the chaps all seem to manage with me around. So, uh... well, we can we can rig up a, a few screens and things, you know. If uh, oh, uh, no, we won't get into specifics. Um, good. No. Um, they all, they all adapt very well to having me around. You know. I will take Mister Wellman's tacit silence as uh... <laughs> <laughs> and mis- presumably Mister Smith's too, and Mister Smith, <laughs> who happens to be in the room with the same. <laughs> And obviously, you know, I mean, you know, since uh, since the Memsab got eaten by the tiger, um, you know, the colonel, you know, he's uh, game for it. You know, anything like this, he's 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 de- definitely up for. Good. Since his, wa- since his wife died, he's up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. Hmm. Nobody else. <laughs> Okay, you are. Uh, uh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. In which case, um, I'm sure you're anxious right now um, to to see what we have to offer. If you'll indulge me, um, I will take you. I, I, I'll show you things that will turn your your shit white. Nineteen seventies <laughs> dog crap. <laughs> yes, well, you do know that's technically impossible unless you're having a diet of. <laughs> I think there was a lot of calcium uh, and bone meal in 1920. <laughs> um, okay, you are driven uh, back to the mine if you wish to accompany them. Um, Mr. Hanran, you are offered further medical assistance. <laughs> 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 the, the best the government can offer. Shall we do a bit uh, of a hand wavy that he is all better by the time well, we get to the We'll mind. say you can have another four hit points back. Miracles of modern Fair science. Enough, thank you. 
<laughs> Let's say they found a magic Keely wand in me. <laughs> and a really big stake to stick on your eye. <laughs> so at least you're not utterly injured before the bloody adventure started. Um, right, you are driven back to the mine. Uh, waved through the... I presume uh, they give the... our stuff back. They, you get your stuff back. You have anything you like, anything you want from the car. You're able to retrieve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are, uh, in fact, you're welcome to drive back to the mine. You're escorted, but you're welcome to drive back to the mm. mine. You don't see the chap who had previously wailed upon Mister Hanrahan. Um, what a shame! Oh, I was to buy him a drink and piss him. Possibly cyanide laced. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's, in many ways, he's as much of the victim of the system as any other capitalist. That's right. He's doing it's his job, oppressing his fellow man. He just uh, <laughs> seems to enjoy his job rather more than, <laughs> than the average. Um, in the mine, you're, you're way through the uh, security and taken to a hut where you're issued with long woolen underwear. Okay, so this is starting to get kinky now. (laughs) Um, You're each given a whip and a safe word. (laughs) (laughs) Marxism, (laughs) biomaphotemism. And heavy rubber diving suits. This isn't improving. Um, (laughs) So, Woolly Undies are. Dungeons and Dragons takes a whole different role. Uh, the diving suits are extremely heavy duty. In fact, you will recognise them, Professor Perrin, as the ones you noticed packaged up in uh-huh. the dock yep. in the Vicar's Yard. Um, very, very thick and ready for some um, uh, extreme pressure, you suspect. Um, he's, uh, Williams um, takes you aside. Um, I suggest you, if you need to, uh, use the facilities before you dress. That will probably be wise. Oh, yes, yes. Takes a little while to put them on and off, eh? Exactly, exactly. Um, Now, there's not a lot that you can carry inside the suit, though they do have external pockets if you want to fit in. You're even, amazingly, given your dynamite back if you want it. Absolutely. (laughs) It's just Uh, that you want to run stable. Look look what happened the last time they set off some dynamite in here. Well, I I feel I may... You've gone quiet, Mark. I, I feel I may. Re- I may have my revolver. And I, I may... Um, <laughs> you want that suspect. inside the suit or outside it? Uh, I'm thinking outside. I'm thinking of probably wanting to actually be able to use... Well, um, is, is, is are the pockets waterproofed? Mm, uh, uh, no, not... Uh, only for smaller items than your revolver. It would poke okay, out so a in which bit. case then... In- I think we got the gist the thing, of that. Inside the suit uh, for the revolver, but if you want anything the bigger, for the, for they the will cavalry load saber. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, I'd ask if they've got one of those diving knives or something you stick on the outside. Well, I'm thinking my saber might be quite nice. It might be useful. That what they'll do with your saber is load it into a, a large steel ammunition box um, and carry it through for you later. That's fine. Okay, 
Two Marines carrying a large wooden case bearing this uh, this Sieb Gorman and Company name, which you have already encountered as the the company that creates heavy duty diving suits. Um, Niles pulls out on a large metal diving helmet and a bulky backpack, and he's helped into it by a, a bulky Marine who apparently all have size and strength seventeen. So I feel think. right at home then. <laughs> you're, you're equally enormous. Because <laughs> I've got no problem with the diving suits at all. They're perfectly my size. <laughs> now there's a there's a complicated uh, series of events where there's a, a clamping ring that they that the marines spend some time coating with grease. Um, they plonk it on his head and he opens the faceplate. Um, now this suit uses the latest self-contained air supply system, uh, an activated charcoal filter with oxygen supply. Um, Professor Perrin will be no stranger to the, the chemistry behind it, but the charcoal absorbs carbon dioxide so that the air stays pure. Uh, stays pure within it, though I must admit it it smells rather ripe after after a, a while. Um, you can use one of these suits for about six hours before you will. Asphyxiate and die. Um, um, you can turn up the flow of oxygen if you are having trouble breathing. And there is a gauge on the back of the pack that shows how much oxygen you have left, though obviously you will need a uh, a colleague to read it for you. Uh, while you're being helped into I the suits, a Marine comes along and paints your name on a brass plate on the front of the suit. Um, Can we meanwhile, read what, they, Niall... what, what they're... <laughs> they do not write cock muffin on your... <laughs> <laughs> they do actually write their correct, <laughs> correct names, amusing as it may be. Um, and Niles pulls a coil of wire from a, a large box um, and shows shows it to you how it plugs into the socket on, on the side of your helmet. And he gestures you all to do the same. We wire ourselves into the mains. Uh, you hear him talking in inside your helmets, inside the face. This is the telephone system. For some reason, he's gone into a telephonic voice. There. <laughs> well, if you don't speak like uh, that, it doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> to talk, you press this switch on the side of the helmet. Uh, without it, you won't hear much when the faceplate is closed. Uh, until you've had some experience, I'd advise you keep the line clear for my obstruction uh, obstructions. <laughs> Freudian slip. I mean instructions. Um, keep the faceplate open for the moment to conserve air. We'll we'll need it in the pit. Um, now, when you get wrapped into these suits, they are really very heavy and very uncomfortable. Um, none of you are experienced divers, so you have no idea whether this is normal. But it's—they're very stiff, and, and they make you kind of hunch forward or topple backward, and and it's it's really flipping hard work, particularly with these heavy boots on. It's it, it it's hard to imagine how you walk properly. Um, Niall says, oh, "Don't worry; it's it's much easier when uh, when you're underwater." And uh, you're helped into an old mine wagon. 
which is then pushed forward into the pit. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> so long, suckers! Um, Niles we and Williams have both got... A... <laughs> God, even Hanrahan signed. I can't believe it. Um, uh, right. <laughs> you are pushed into a cage which then slowly descends down and down into the pit. Your only light is the dim electric lanterns carried by Niles and Williams. And at that point, on that bombshell, I think it might be a good time to leave it for tonight. Yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, good fun. What could possibly go wrong from here? It'll be fine. I'm not here next week, so... Neither am I. Thank you. And thanks for putting up with my rather heavy railroading in this section. (laughs) No, no, not at all. No, we haven't noticed that at all. Arresting, however, I do feel arresting us, forcing us to sign the Official Secrets Act, and then basically turning around (laughs) and saying, you will do this, you'll do this, or or, or be put in prison. One way or another, you, you get apprehended. But I was rather expecting you to get apprehended during Talking a break the into the mine. Yeah. But it does say well, if that, you that, ask That's enough, what I was aiming towards. Yes, yeah. It does say if you ask enough questions, you will become obvious and get arrested. So I, I, I thought at that point you probably had it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, everyone. And good, uh, good luck. And I will see you all soon for sure. Okay, okay. then. Good luck, Bye. 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 Bye.